Hello, and welcome to the Rebel Soul Podcast, where we discuss integration of body, mind, spirit, and how to show up in alignment with our authentic selves. I'm your host, spiritual and energy coach, Suzanne Venus, and I want to welcome you to this space. Today, I wanted to talk about awakening to your soul purpose. I've worked with a lot of clients over the last four to five years, and this is one of the topics that comes up over and over is this questioning of what our purpose is. How do I know what my purpose is? How do I feel into what my purpose is? How do I know if I'm living my soul purpose? And even now, as I have the modality and training of past life regression therapy, not only do we access another past life that was lived, but we tune into the frequency of your higher self. And the higher self is the aspect of you that is directly linked to source, God, creator, spirit, whatever word you resonate with that holds the wisdom of all of our lifetimes, but most importantly holds the wisdom to hold us to our truth in this lifetime. And at the end of this regression therapy, I ask questions of the client's higher self and their higher self is responding and answering. And the number one question that everyone who goes through the past life regression therapy that wants to know from their higher self is what is their purpose? What is my purpose? How can I get closer to my purpose? How can I lean into my purpose? How can I find my purpose? How can I live my purpose? How can I express my purpose? And so I wanted to talk a little bit about living in your soul purpose and awakening to it. I'm sure those of you that are sitting here would love to hear a straightforward answer. Please, Suzanne, give me the step-by-step process to know that I'm on the right track so that I can find and live in my soul purpose. And I'm here to tell you that it's not a straight and narrow path. It's windy, it's tangled, it's messy, but there are some ways in which we can help uncover, discover, or get closer to our soul. We can't live our soul purpose if we're disconnected from our soul. And unfortunately, through circumstance of societal influences, toxic belief systems, trauma from childhood or experiences growing up, We create this unconscious life for part of our lifetime that we're living. We're going through the motions. We're living. We're doing. Our ego is in full control. And it's not until we start doing the work of recognizing that our ego has been in control and that there's more to us than this personified identity And we start peeling back the layers that we can actually get to the essence of who the fuck our soul is and step and align into our purpose. The soul isn't logical. The soul is intuitive and wise. And you cannot access your soul purpose until you access and tap into 
this aspect of yourself, whether intentionally or unintentionally. You need to tune into your soul frequency and your soul wisdom in order to access and live out your soul purpose. You may be great at certain things, but they may not be part of your purpose. Our ego would like to think so just because we excel at something does not make it our purpose. This often comes to women in their late 30s or early 40s. I've noticed a pattern with clients that I work with. You know, someone, myself, I'm in my early 40s. And what happens is we have this identity of self of what we've been moving through. And this isn't always the case, but often children come into play, you know, late 20s, early 30s, whatever timeline it happens to be. And yes, becoming a mother is a miracle. And some of us are born to be mothers and some of us die in be- becoming mothers. And I would argue that all of us who choose the path of motherhood have to go through this death and rebirth into this new version of self and the old version of who you were never will be. And this is harder for some women than others. We lose ourselves to our children, to motherhood and mothering, and we come out of it, you know, when the children are maybe five, six, seven, maybe it's later in life in the teen years, realizing that we gave all of ourselves to this role We have no idea who the fuck we are anymore and we're lost and we feel we have no purpose in this life. We're not needed tangibly or physically in the same way to be mother to this young child as they move up and have more of this independence. The person that we were before children no longer exists and we get into who the fuck are we. Now, this is not everyone's path. Of course, not everyone who is a woman becomes a mother. And of course, you know, I have listeners here who are not women. And there does come a point in life where we question what our purpose is. It often comes out of tragedy or loss or things not working that precipitates this desire to transform and to change. Our sole purpose is our purpose in life and what or who we were designed to be. It's unique to you and only you can carry your sole purpose out. Your purpose will not be the same as someone who does something similar to you in work or in their creativity because you are uniquely you at your own vibrational frequency. And it's necessary to move through the masks that we wear of our conditioning, trauma, and toxic beliefs. And in order to do that requires healing. It requires us to move into more of a feminine and embodied state. This belief that we need to be doing and busy is ego-driven and comes from an unhealthy aspect of the masculine self. Of course, we need to take action and steps in order to move forward in life. That is absolutely necessary, which is a healthy expression of the masculine energy. But regardless of how you identify, 
it really takes surrendering into our own feminine self to be able to move into what's alignment with our soul expression and our soul purpose. One of the ways in which we can access this feminine self or this feminine energy that lies within us, regardless of how we identify, is through embodiment practices. And I have discussed this in one of the podcasts earlier, which is solely titled, I think, um, how to regulate the nervous system through embodiment practices. But in order to be in tune with our feminine self, we have to be in tune with our emotions. We have to be in tune with our intuition and our wisdom. And this means dropping out of the head and into the body, being clear and present in the body. And in that last podcast, or wasn't the last one that I did, but one um, not long ago, about the embodiment practices, there are four ways in which to, to get into an embodiment practice. It's by doing breath work. It's by listening to or working with sound vibrations to help bring you in the body. With intentional movement that helps you connect to the body, whether this is yoga practice, lifting weights, running, um, whatever it happens, dancing, whatever it happens to be, but being very intentional with the movement. And by accessing pleasure, whether this is sexual pleasure of self or with a partner, or if this is pleasure by tuning in to our senses. These embodiment practices help us tune into our body. They help us get out of the logical mind that blocks us from accessing our soul truth. And so these embodiment practices need to be put into place to access this passion that lies within us. Passion is an expression of feminine energy. And once we are leading and moving with our passions, it helps to fuel our purpose. There is no recipe. It's an exploration of our journey and trusting that each step will take us closer to our passion and purpose, even if there is a misstep. There are what I'm going to go through today, five different gateways in which we can find our purpose or help us align to our purpose and recognize it when it's there. The first way or gateway to finding purpose is to catch joy. We need to take these moments of joy that present themselves seriously. They mean something. When the moment happens that you're sitting and watching this brilliant sunrise and you feel this pure joy at experiencing the sun rising and the brilliant colors, that means something. The joy that you feel in making someone laugh, that means something. The joy you feel in kindness expressed, whether word or action to someone, that means something. Sit with it. Often when we're in an ego state, we're running and we're numb to the joy that's there every single day. Pause, experience, and reflect when those pieces of joy come. 
For me, joy comes in spending time watching my daughter do her passions and live out her passions. They come to me when I connect to source and I'm able to get divinely guided information. I feel joy. I feel joy in helping others. These are ways in which I access joy daily. Another gateway to finding our purpose is sitting with and thinking about what our bones are. Now, by bones, I mean the foundation of who you are. You see, we're ever-changing. We're not the same person we were at 5 or 15 or 20 or 30 or 40 or even 41. I'm not the same person I was yesterday. I'm ever-changing, consistently growing and evolving as are you. But I do have my bones that are solid and consistent and the same. And the bones are things like our core values, our core gifts, and our core wisdom. So our core values are things that are non-negotiable, our principles that we hold non-negotiable. For me personally, one that has been a non-negotiable for me is showing up authentically. Even in the times where I had multiple masks on to hide the hurt and pain that I was going through, I was always cognizant of trying to show up as authentic as possible. In my work that I do, my connection with others, the way I portray myself on social media, I try to relate it as authentic to who I truly am at any moment in time. This is a non-negotiable for me and one of my values is showing up as who the fuck I am. Our core gifts are also our bones. It's our natural talents and abilities. Connecting to my body has always been a natural talent and ability in moving my body and playing sports. And my body is my instrument in the work that I do. It's no surprise that energy courses through and runs my body, that I have a very physical and visceral response to the energy work that I do as it moves through me. That my stomach makes interesting sounds to process energy for others. It's just the container of space but it's no surprise that my body is this massive instrument for this energy field. My other natural talents and abilities have always been communication, both written and spoken. I always loved writing. I used to write poetry as a preteen and teen. It would fill pages in journals I loved writing, not for the technicality of it, but for the feelings I could evoke out of the reader, for the connection I could build. And communicating effectively had always been something that worked to my advantage, whether in school and giving a speech, an impassioned speech whether communicating with a team that I was leading in work or university, 
And now having the way in which I communicate to you listeners, to the people that I work with, to my audience via social media, it's part of who I am and it's so embedded and and part of my gifts that I'm here to spread. And so I work with them. My other natural ability or core gift would be my ability to connect with others, to see what it is that they need for that connection, to make people feel at ease and comfortable, to make them feel like they matter and that they're important. This is a skill or a gift that I've had innately as a child throughout my young adulthood when I was teaching, I was never a great teacher because of my skills and technicalities and teaching certain subjects, but it was my ability to connect to my students that made them love me. And it's important now to connect to my clients that I work with, my audience here online. My connection has always been important and, and as one of my core gifts. And then it's our core wisdoms, what we know without knowing how we know. This is our intuition, what we know with not, without knowing how we know. And that's the, for me, it's the feelings, it's the emotions, it's the pains, it's the joys. It's all of those things with people, my interrelation with others. That's one of my pieces of wisdom always has been in my perception and observation of others acutely attuned into their energy even as a child picking up on the nuances I witnessed my daughter who's been doing this her whole life as a baby as a toddler as a young child and now as a preteen I witness and watch her tuning into this very similar to her mother's path what she does with it is entirely up to her, but those wisdom pieces are, are very much aligned in the same as with me. Another gateway into finding your purpose is to find sil- stillness, solitude, silence, and be in nature. The ego loves busyness. It tells us we thrive on busyness. It tells us that we need busyness. And there is some truth to taking the action, but just as important is the inaction, the stillness, the solitude, the quieting, and the nature. For me, it's being out on still waters. It's watching sunrises or sunsets. It's walking in nature. It's moving through the mountains, breathing the air. It's maybe sitting and having my coffee outdoors when the weather permits, watching the sunrise, putting my hand on my dog's head or heart and feeling them, that connection to nature, the quiet, the stillness, closing my eyes and feeling my heartbeat under my hands, the solitude that comes when I shut everything else off. Maybe for you, it's entirely different. Your solitude, 
what brings you peace and calm and clarity. Maybe it's being in the presence of another person. Maybe it's turning everything off and doing something in nature that you love. Fishing all day, being in the quiet, feeling into the ease of it. But it's these quiet, still places of solitude and nature that connect you to spirit and the divine. These breaks from your ego are a necessity. Another gateway into finding our purpose is journeying into the other world. Yes, we live here in this earthly and human experience, but there's an alternate experience that is simultaneously happening. And it's up to you to tune in and explore. Ways in which we can explore are through guided visualizations, meditations, breath work, lucid dreaming. It's our way of moving into other dimensions that are happening and exploring the limitless and infinite possibility and our direct connection to source consciousness and God. And in order to connect to your soul and your soul purpose, we must journey out of this world and into the other world, grounding back the lessons or learnings or takeaways into our very physical and human expression. Some people choose to use microdosing or ayahuasca. I have not experienced this. For me, it isn't necessary to have a psychedelic out-of-body experience. I've had very real out-of-body experiences, floating above, tethered out of my body, witnessing my body without the help of any drugs to get there. But it's what my soul needed to message to me and my mind and my body in that moment. And I'll never forget it. Lucid dreaming happens when we are almost controlling the state of our dreams or floating above and watching our dreams. This is a state or way of being in the other world. In meditation, we can access the other world in visions, feelings, emotions that come up, feeling the energy flow. Perhaps you have a conversation with a loved one who isn't in front of you, but across the distance. And the two of you are so interconnected that you feel the waves of energy from one person to the other traveling the distance of heart connection, soul connection, and the body reacts. These are ways in which we delve into the other world. They're necessary to connect to your soul and therefore your purpose. Another way in which we can have a gateway to finding our purpose is embracing our creative expression. All of us are meant to be creative beings. We all have creative potential and moving into our creative potential unlocks this passion and purpose within us. This can be explored 
through art, writing, playing music, singing, painting, drawing, designing, cooking. These are all ways in which we can access this. The soul talks to us in symbols. I had this conversation with a client a couple of days ago who was really wanting to tune in to his own intuitive gifts. And I said, your job is to be a symbol master of your symbols. That's how source, that's how your soul will communicate with you is in symbols. You have to understand and decipher the meaning of the symbols that come to you. How they make meaning to you is how your soul is talking to you. This is very much how I work with energy when I work with people. Information consistently comes to me in symbols. It can come to me in colors. It can come to me in images. It can come to me in sensations, in what I see, hear, feel. It's all symbolic. And it's my job to decipher that message according and through my soul. And I trust this. I trust how the information comes, which is why I am living in my soul purpose. Because I know that I am living aligned to my gifts. I'm a living aligned to my core values. I'm a living aligned to what brings me joy. I'm living aligned to the moments of stillness and solitude and my creativity. There's no one straightforward path to living your soul purpose or awakening to it. But slowing down and being present to your soul is the way in which you learn to trust that you are following your purpose. And that, my dear listeners, is something beautiful to take and carry with you. Thank you so much for listening along. I'll chat with you soon. Bye for now.